Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Reactive Entrepreneur, the show where we combine the business world and the coding world, share all the lessons that we've learned, and show you how it transformed our everyday lives. Today, I have an awesome guest and friend on the show, Anya. Welcome. Thanks very much. So great to be here. And hi, everyone out there. I'm coming to you from Dubai, which is actually my hometown. My name is Anya, and I am a software developer as well as YouTuber who started my channel. Relatively recently, but we'll talk about that in a bit. And yeah, Sony and I have a lot in common. Yeah, we actually met out here in Dubai, and it was a funny story how we met. It was uh, it was it was in Instagram, but I can't remember the actual start. I think was- I think I like uh, added you or like liked some of your content. Oh yeah, yeah. But I didn't actually realize that you lived in Dubai, which is. Yeah, so, yeah, it so, was so weird. This is what I'm saying. Now I'm looking at your profile. It's like you obviously live in Dubai. Yeah, because <laughs> it was crazy. Because I remember I said to you, I was like, hang on. I swear I've watched Anya because we were working on something with uh, Sanity. You you did a video with them. Yeah. And then we were like, hang on. I'm pretty sure I've watched a tutorial from her before. And I was like, she just liked my thing. And then I was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and then, and then we we decided to meet up, and it was cool. And then yeah. that was the start. Yeah. yeah oh, that's it was awesome. Crazy. So you've been in Dubai for how long now? So I grew up here. I grew up since I was like zero years old, um, which is amazing to see Dubai go from like zero, like nothing yeah. to what it is now. Like yeah. I'm sh- and even now I'm sure you uh, kind of also get the impression that you know you go away for two months, you oh, come back, crazy. there's another building. Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> it literally is growing every day. It's nuts. Even the law, it's everything nuts. changes. It's so, but in a yes. good way. It's very progressive. Yeah. Yeah, I totally completely agree. So yeah. maybe that's kind of where um, a lot of like entrepreneurs entrepreneurships and kind of uh that kind of mindset yeah. builds yeah. but apart from that obviously we met in dubai but i also spent some time in london so nice. i spent seven years in london that's actually where my coding journey started okay so similar to you also yeah. you you're the opposite right yeah like, <laughs> it was uh, in london yeah yeah that's it so explain your coding at the, the start the, the sort of what kicked it off what was your journey like in the beginning was it just coding in the beginning or did you start from a different industry For sure. So I actually started off in a completely different industry. Coding was not something that was on my radar at all. Yeah. Um, and I stumbled into it. Yeah. It was, I'm very grateful that I stumbled into it. I was working in finance at the time in London for a, uh, working as a financial derivatives broker. Yeah. But started my own gig on the side because I think I've always wanted to do something on my own kind of, you know, own a business and so on. So it was actually a jewelry company. Yeah. But at the time, and this is going to give you some idea into how long ago this was. This was way before like Wix or Weebly or any of the like cool template stuff that you the see Square now. The Squarespace, web builders, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It was like, it was awful. It was like, like even at the time I thought it was awful. So like yeah. now I don't even know what's happened to it. Yeah. <laughs> now you got Webflow and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I did that and I was just like, this is totally not the brand I'm looking for. This is right. like bad. Yeah. And went in and started messing around with the CSS. And I was just like, what is this amazing world? And that was just CSS. I was like scratching the surface, you know what I mean? Yeah. And from that moment on, like I just couldn't get out of my head. And um, event obviously carried on working in financial services and carried on building my uh, business. Yeah. But eventually sold it, which okay. was nice. amazing. And obviously this is, you know, entrepreneurship and coding. So... Uh, that was a big thing in me actually for that money I took and I funded my journey into becoming a developer because I That's just awesome. like, yeah, I just had such a passion for it just from that small experience. Yeah. 
And I ended up joining a boot camp. So I'm a boot camp baby. Yeah. <laughs> a boot camp baby. I don't know if that's the term, but I've made it one now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Hashtag boot> camp. <laughs> How long was the boot camp that you joined? Three months. Three, Three months, months intensive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was one where you went every day. Uh, you went into a classroom, kind of had that classroom classroom setting. Now, I, I don't want to, like, everyone's journey is different. Yeah. For me, I joined a boot camp because I genuinely didn't know any other developers. I didn't know there was another way, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's the journey that I personally would have chosen, but I'm not saying that's the wrong one for everyone. It's completely up to you. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, well, you went to university. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. I'm the same, honestly. I, I would say, like, I went the university route, but I wouldn't say that that would be the first route I'd suggest. Now, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of new ways now. There's, like, courses. Both you and I have courses. There's YouTube. There's tons of free stuff out there. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't re personally recommend, it's a very expensive route the way that I exactly, went in. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it was the best, I didn't learn what I, everything, 90% like of what I know was not from that. Mm. It was kind of self-taught. Whereas a boot camp, I think you still have a better payoff in the sense of how much you're paying versus how much you're getting back because it's an intensive three months. So how what was it like in, in a three month period? Yeah, I mean, it was great. Again, I don't know personally if I would recommend that now, yeah. knowing what I know now about yeah. like the different ways to learn and, you know, choosing the best route for you. Yeah. But I mean, we learned a lot. Like we we did this, this kind of JavaScript route. So, um, you know, starting out HTML, CSS, and I was going like, this is great. JavaScript, boom, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is this your first this official language like, <laughs> like i was fully expecting it to be like maths or something yeah I'm just like there's a reason they call it a programming language right because that's exactly how yeah. it felt like learning like an alien language yeah but yeah so that was that was a realization for anyone out there listening and you are feeling the same don't worry like you're not alone yeah. <laughs> i definitely hit that kind of like oh my god yeah once you finished the three months, what was their kind of like next step? Did they help get you into your first job or placement? Or is it just like run free? Like, you know, um, not really. They did kind of help us with our CVs and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, so if that's something you struggle with, that would probably be helpful to you. Yeah. And there was like an open day. But I mean, I think maybe the companies that I wanted to go for, which was fintech yeah. and kind of stuff like that. Um, Actually, I didn't end up in fintech, but that's the kind of route I thought I should go down. Yeah, uh, I, I I proactively kind of went after those companies. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. So. So yeah. you went from that journey of like learning at a boot camp, and now you're literally teaching hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people yeah. on YouTube. Explain that middle gap. How do you get from a boot camp and learning to yeah. sort of being to at a point where you're able to teach? Because teaching is a whole different like ball game so how do you how did you conquer that challenge or what was your tips and tricks to get to that point 100 percent. so i think my kind of uh again kind of i keep, I keep falling into things apparently it was uh the pandemic hit yeah. so that's when i started my youtube channel cool. the first year of the pandemic so when was that uh, oh. 20, <laughs> 2019, was I it? 2019 yeah i think it's 2019 let's I just was, go with yeah that. <laughs> so 2019 2019 yeah. is when i started this career so i was working for eurostar if you're if you don't know what eurostar is a train company that travels from london to paris and now other destinations i sound like an ad for them <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they were doing so obviously pandemic hit pff, yeah like can't travel got put on furlough yeah and then people are like, oh, you know, like, 
just chill but i'm not very good at just chilling i don't think like it was my idea of like a nightmare yeah so i just went online and i started to kind of help people reskill okay um on twitter right i was just like hey you know like um anyone looking to reskill like like you've lost your job in the pandemic yeah into coding let's chat yeah and it, it literally grew from that i had like less than a, like a hundred followers on Twitter mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm. And then from that moment, we got chatting to a few people and then someone suggested that I should, you know, film myself doing it. Yeah. Right. Cause that's a really good way of explaining. And yeah. I'm a particularly visual learner. I don't, yeah. a lot of people don't agree with, you know, talking about visual learning and audio learning or whatever, but I really feel I do kind of respond well to that. Yeah. So for me, video was perfect. Okay. And I mean, I literally put out a video that I did on my iPhone. Like, it was, like, really bad. Yeah. But it, I didn't care because I just wanted to get the point across. I wanted to get the learning across. Yeah. And I used, like, little diagrams and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. To just, in a way that was literally explaining it without any jargon, nothing like that. Just just literally for the person to get it. Right. If that makes sense. I don't know, but it makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, yeah. So what was your first, like, response like when you released that video? And yeah. how did you feel? So I did it and it actually got like quite a lot of views. Like I literally had like no followers. I think I got like 5,000 views on oh, it nice. or something. Which That's is pretty mental. good for a new channel, yeah. Yeah, and I honestly think just being active on Twitter kind of helped that. Yeah. So Twitter was my number one. I eventually grew my Twitter following, which was then feeding my YouTube following. Hmm. Um, and I decided to do more of these videos because I really had a fun time. And I think obviously a little bit of that, oh, this did well, Yeah. I should do more, Yeah. was of that so perhaps it was a bit of luck because if it flopped would i have continued doing it would i have thought this is something worth investing time to i don't know yeah so there, there was definitely a bit of luck in it yeah but from then on i have learned that it's, it is just consistency yeah right because it. not all of my videos have done well after yeah. that but obviously it's still contributing to the growth yeah and how, what was it like in your initial journey because obviously i think the thing that skipped over a lot of the time when we talk about youtube and creators is the whole thing of shooting to editing, to learning how to make a thumbnail. All these things require different little elements of skills, right? So what was it like, you know, how long did it take you to make your first video, for example? Yeah. Yeah. So I think my weakest point was the audio and shooting. Okay. Because honestly, I was just like, um, oh, it doesn't matter. Like you have people here for the coding kind of stuff. Um, which is true. So if you if you're listening and you want to start out, definitely just use whatever you have. I agree. Right. With that, yeah. And this is this kind of came later. The editing for me was honestly like not bad. I use Premiere Pro. Okay. Use Pre- no, you don't use Final Premiere Cut. Pro. Yeah. Use Final Cut. Yeah. So I was kind of already familiar with Adobe packages like Photoshop from doing architecture as a degree. God, I'm really jumping around in the career. <laughs> 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 um, so I just use Premiere Pro. Yeah uh and yeah uh were you learning okay. were you learning those skills from just playing around with it or were you just watching other youtube videos oh my god i can't remember i think oh gosh i don't know probably some youtube videos in there yeah it was very basic editing at the beginning right i was yeah. just like just dropping in files making a little circle of my head like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing the, the point i'm kind of diving so far yeah. into it is because like it's, it's one of the things that like, I think the biggest thing that we can say to anyone who wants to start a channel is just yeah. don't obsess over perfection. You yeah. know? Like I need the best mic, the best camera, the best yeah. editing and this and that. I need all these transitions. In the beginning, it's just a video that delivers value in yeah. some sense, like in any, va- in any like really scale, like is, is good enough. 
to get started. So I totally agree. What yeah. did you What did you start off with at the beginning? Uh, it was Final Cut, but for me, it was pretty much. Oh, you mean the cameras? Well, just in general, yeah. Um, so the cameras, I had like I always had this obsession with like just film, when we go on family trips, I just take a little camera and we had this little like point and shoot like a G seven X, and I would just run around with that thing shooting it up, and then I'd make a family video out of it. <laughs> And from that, you know, you're just playing with something like Final Cut and then you get good, you get semi, somewhat decent with it. But when I finally went on YouTube, we kind of skipped the whole, because the, the reason why the channel kind of worked in, in my favor was we weren't going the traditional route of shooting, editing, releasing. Mm. It was live streams. Oh, yeah. So live streams is a whole different format where yeah. it was like, just set up a camera and just figure it out. Like, <laughs> just get some streaming software. I went through like five different streaming softwares. And then when we went and finally hit live, it was just, it was a terrifying moment. Like, yeah. imagine that being on live stream, it's just oh like, God, no, I can't. yeah, you're the most nervous <laughs> wreck ever. Like, you can't speak properly. You're watching yourself back. It's like, is that how I look? Is that how I sound? Is that my voice? Like, yeah. And, and the thing is, most of the time you think that you're in a, in a happy mood, but you're just you're sitting there like this, talking to the camera. And you're like, oh. <laughs> but it's just that repetition. You keep doing something every day, you get better with it, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so... I, Explain like how now this is your full time situation. Like how yeah. how does someone go from making videos on a sort of you know like just your first ever video to actually a full time supporting you, especially in a place like Dubai, which is not essentially cheap to live. Yeah. How do you go from that, and how does how do you make that your business? Sure. So I'll give you some numbers because I always think that's useful for anyone wanting to do it themselves. Yeah. So I think when I hit twenty thousand subs on on YouTube. I'd already got like some gigs. Yeah, 20,000, I was getting paid $500 to, okay. for a sponsored video. Nice. Um, and again, like I didn't really know if that was a good price or I didn't know anything, but I was like, hmm, $500. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. We had our first 500 deal and I swear to God, I lost my mind. I was like, they're going to pay me for saying something. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so at that point, yeah, it was like $500. And then I got a, a, a deal with um, a database company that would pay me like on retainer. Okay. So that for me was the point where I was like, whoa, I didn't realize that you could go kind of down this route where there's a little bit more stability. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think that was the point where I was like, I'm going to quit my job. Yeah that the getting that retainer yeah um because i was like okay this is a little unstable like it wasn't 100 percent stable they could have taken it away at any point but at this point i was i grew to twenty thousand relatively quickly because again luck i guess in the pandemic yeah so i think i got there in i want to say five months or something which is so, pretty quick yeah yeah so i think that also i was like if it's going this way and i i guess maybe i'm less risk adverse wait was that uh, more of a risk taker yeah <laughs> that yeah. one <laughs> um so i would just say like, i'm gonna do it if, and uh if it doesn't work out i was actually extremely lucky yeah also to have a boss that i was honest with nice and he was the one that's like look do it yeah if it doesn't work out come back yeah so i mean i'm a pretty transparent person as well so i didn't feel like comfortable keeping the fact that I've and also I guess people knew because <laughs> it's on YouTube. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, but it worked in my favor, and obviously, maybe not many people feel comfortable talking to their bosses about this stuff. Yeah. But all these factors, so having the support of my boss saying that I could come back, you know, um, g getting that retainer. Yeah. 
And yeah, just kind of being like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. What, are the, what are the three factors I would say that kind of made me... Were you living at home at the time or were you renting or did you own? I I, I was living in my property, which I bought okay. already. So, so you had a, f- a level of financial responsibility when you took this jump. Yeah, it was, I had yeah. a mortgage to pay off. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> at that moment, because I know I can honestly say like I know loads of people at the top of my head who are in the same position where... They have something they really want to push. Some of them want to push YouTube channels and they've got amazing skill sets. They're really high in their fields, but they're at the point where they're about to make that jump yeah. and they're basically close to leaving their job. They are about to make the jump. What did you feel like in that position? Because for me, it was terrifying. Yeah. What was it like for you? And uh, how did you like jump? Do you know what? I, I think I was really excited. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is so exciting. Like this is completely new venture. I mean, it was definitely scary. I think, do you know what I found more scary is mm. the fact that I'd be doing it by myself. Yeah. Completely by myself, like alone. And, you know, like, um, what do you do every day? Do you sit at your desk for nine hours alone? Like, yeah. that's kind of depressing. Because yeah. like. there's no one saying, like, you have to wake up at this time and do this. It requires a whole level of discipline to be like, because yeah. you could just be like, today I'm, I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of learn to be like, oh, actually, I need to work. I need to do something. You know? Yeah. I th- Yeah, I think I was more worried about the, yes, the lack of kind of team support, just the loneliness. I thought it would be really lonely, but okay. I've discovered that it's far from lonely doing yeah. this. Because I'm sure you have as well. Yeah, it's like, if anything, I I really like praise when I have like free time now because I'm it's always a challenge and that never made like I'm all I'm always doing some new challenge and then my by the time I get in bed now I'm like oh I like, thank God I'm like ready for bed you know uh, but the best thing I think like making a team as well has helped out a lot so that's mm-hmm. where I think um, our stories are a little bit different because I was able to bring Jane quite early on mm. uh, which helped me a lot like, it helped to sort of handle and there was just somebody bounce ideas off get past that so in your journey it was pretty much a lot what other time was was you solo right well yeah I I was solo but I kind of um joined so at the moment I work also for free co-camp which is a non-profit oh yeah yeah. uh kind of helping them with their mission to get coding to all the parts of the world where you know perhaps it's not so easily available yeah perhaps like women can't can't go to school in certain places so they kind of provide teaching for that yeah and that's something that I'm very passionate about so I started working just a few days a week for them nice kind of like obviously I love their initiative but also to feel part of the team that's awesome yeah yeah and I'm very fortunate enough that I still manage time to contribute to them and their mission and the team's just amazing so that's kind of like my team yeah and now of course I also like um have a small team of my own yeah but yeah it's completely different no i think i think that's a good way of tackling it as well mm. because i love their channel they're awesome they if you don't if you don't know it free co-camp check it out um but they uh and just like plug <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but they i think that's a great way of tackling it especially when you're trying to do your own channel because you're going to learn so much they'll be like you know don't do this do this do that do this you know this is how you should do it this is how you shouldn't do it mm. and it helps when someone just gives you shortcuts to it especially when you're by yourself now in the the youtube space it was primarily so when we came about i mean there were still people coming up you had like west boss like the ogs of programming in the space but when we came up i think there was not as many like dedicated like kind of individuals does that make sense like i didn't know many if uh, if i'm honest when we were starting up now there's a lot more popping up 
but there wasn't like single fig- figures who I could just name, like pick my name, right? There was just like these Indian guys in like in colleges in, <laughs> and you're watching them teach in the, in the classroom. So what was it like for you as a female coder on YouTube? Was it harder being a girl in the space because it's, it's naturally like a male dominant field? Did you have any kind of pushback with that? Yes. So actually... It's lucky I've got a tough skin, right? Because when I was first starting out, the comments I would get were like kind of bad, like always around questioning if I if it's real. So basically, stuff like, "Oh, this girl is fake. She's reading off a script. Mm. This is her boyfriend's code. This is her dad's code." Basically, naming any kind of like male figure that could have done it for me, and I'm just pretending, which is kind of hurtful and kind of made me kind of always question myself and how I should portray myself out there to the world I'm like should I like dress a different way like do you know what I mean kind of like not be my um what's the word my authentic self yeah which really messed with my head yeah um I guess after a while so those comments and they still frequently do like ones that really question me or like well like I found you on Instagram and I didn't believe that you're a coder but then I watch your video now I do believe you. So that's kind of better, right? But some are just outright like this is a lie. And even on like, you know, when I put when I was starting out and yeah. I didn't have many subscribers, so it maybe did look a bit more like sus. Yeah. But like putting it on free co-camp, which had like two million at the time. Yeah. People were still going like fake, 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 really? reading yeah. off script. And yeah. I was like, dude, like seriously? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I can only imagine because even in the beginning, like it, let's be honest, when you start YouTube, you don't have thick skin or like mm. you may have it to a degree, but you might, you're never ready for those comments like in the beginning i I used to receive the first one why is why is this like that why does your face look like this and you're like oh my god and you're just looking in the mirror like is that is that yeah is there a problem right now like what am i doing wrong (laughs) and then you get thicker and thicker skin to the point where now i'm like okay like but as a guy like it must have been tricky because not only are you getting that you're then getting like it's fake it's your boyfriend's code it's your dad's code so how did you sort of deal with that how did you like what was your focus on in those moments yeah I think at the beginning like I said I was trying to like change the way I look like kind of like I like I wear what I will I used to wear what I wear now so kind of like you know like that's just me yeah but I was dressing like (laughs) trying to I don't know like conform to this view of what a coder should look like yeah yeah yeah. whatever you think that is yeah and it just felt weird I'm like why am I doing this yeah and eventually, I think I hit a number and I was just like, do you know what? This is me. Yeah. If you don't like it, whatever. Yeah. I like, I like having, I like the way I look. I like the way I dress. I'm not going to change it. Yeah. In fact, maybe this will inspire other people who, you know, look and dress the way I do into yeah. thinking that coding's cool and actually a really viable career. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Because, so yeah, that, that is like the trickiest thing i think getting past that because that's a lot of that's honestly a reason why a lot of people don't even start the channel they're just petrified of that fear of what people think and it's not but i honestly find when you when you finally release the videos and you kind of like yeah you ignore the comments and stuff like that those fears of even like what will people think of me i because i think everyone has that little bit of a fear of what my friends gonna think what my family gonna think what is this gonna think everyone's gonna see me on camera no one actually cares they're just like you do you you know yeah. what i mean and then you kind of keep growing and growing and then eventually like, oh that's pretty cool that you're on youtube and do your thing um but okay cool so what was what was next in your journey how did you go from basically you know youtube to like you said you started doing sponsorships and that kind of thing 
and then you then went on to launch your own course so how was what yeah. was that experience like oh wow my yeah. course <laughs> yeah i love my course honestly i got a comment from someone yesterday and i think i nearly welled up i was just like oh my god this is so nice, oh, nice. Because so yeah. much blood and sweat and tears went into this like, so <laughs> much work it's so much work <laughs> like you have no idea yeah. like literally like crying with the tissue yeah uh yeah it was a journey and even when i took it on i was just not prepared i had an idea i mean i knew what i wanted to make i wanted to make a course that all x y and z would yeah. basically make you hireable okay by the end right yeah. uh i even like did a little like help with your cv but at the end yeah and i wanted to have x amount of projects okay that people couldn't put in their portfolio so i had i wrote down everything i wanted and then i was like cool this is gonna take me like six months um, i'll give it a year yeah blah 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 just kind of time box it for myself yeah anyway year down the line i've already announced a date to like people on my youtube channel my instagram channel people are like when's the course coming out i'm like january the first yeah <laughs> it goes to like the beginning of december and i'm like oh my god and bear in mind i've been working on like consistently for a year like, yeah dedicated x amount of hours in December, I literally, and this is not healthy, I, ha I had to, to make it on time, yeah. wake up at like 6 a.m., yeah. would work till 3 a.m., do it again. Yeah. Do, did it consistently for a month. Yeah. Like, it was so unhealthy. Yeah. I can't even tell you. Like, uh, yeah, I can fully relate, honestly, because when we did ours, it was the same situation. It was so much work. Like, you yeah. just, you're not sleeping. You're just, a, you're in this zone, this weird zone. It's of just, the weirdest. You're just, zone. you're just shooting, edit this, that, next outline. Like, because you got to be like loads of different hats when you're trying to build this thing. Yeah. Like, how do I push this thing out? How do I get this thing ready? How do I make it look perfect? How do, and oh, it's, it's work. I bet, like, yeah, work. I like the fact that you mentioned that zone that you get into because I was in some other planet. Yeah, honestly. Like, haven't seen people. Yeah, <laughs> I get, you get weird. It's like you have a social interaction with someone, you're like, all right, like, you don't even know what to say anymore. You're just like, yeah, you're like, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, going from that, because I want to address this topic, like, while we're together like, here, like, basically, I feel like there's a big stigma around, you know, especially in the coding sector of selling something is just taboo it's wrong like mm. and and i felt this when i launched my own course that like at the, the minute we even opened the door to my course it was scam 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 i was like all that work yeah. that you put in and then, okay if that's a scam now i don't know what's truth right but you're trying to give obviously we give so much free content on youtube and then you create something paid so that way you can provide a higher level of content you can do coaching you can do that kind of area so what was your sort of, yeah, what was your experience like when yeah. it came to releasing and, and that entire pushback? For sure. I yeah. think obviously I, I mean, the blood, sweat and tears that I put in it and the fact that, you know, both, and I, both you and I, we dedicate time to go yeah. on calls with people like once a week or yeah. I don't know how often you go on yours, but like Which we dedicate weekly, yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. So I like was, you know, I kind of had to be like, look to myself even because of course I got stuff like, oh, you know, you you put stuff out for free. Why is this paid? Yeah. And, uh, but after like kind of like listing it out, I, I was like, no, like this is worth this much. In yeah. fact, if anything, I think I'm underselling it. Yeah. Like, like no joke. Now I would yeah. honestly say even your course, I would say it's worth like easily over a grand. Like if you think yeah. about what you're getting back, like it's, yeah. and then when you, when you see the price, you're selling it for like way less. You're like, 
okay, like that's worth it. But in in a normal sort of consumer mindset or some or someone else like you know just coming up might say, I'm not gonna pay this yeah. much money. I mean, I I should be getting it for free or yeah. four ninety nine on Udemy and and so like. It's frustrating, but yeah, it's, what, how did you deal with that? It's frustrating. I always just kind of try and, uh, well, whoever, whoever like will actually listen, right? Because sometimes people are just spouting stuff online, but yeah. just kind of explain that, you know, this is the alternative to boot camps, which will cost you $15,000. Exactly. This costs you $500. Yeah. Like um, even worse is university. Like yeah. my university cost was like 60,000 pounds, Yeah. which is just mine that is nuts yeah yeah so i was just trying to explain calmly because of course like if someone sees sees a course which visually looks like the same as a 15 dollar course on udemy visually the same of course that's going to cause confusion yeah so i think it's just about explaining and kind of um uh i guess talking about that and really kind of explaining the benefits yeah and if if i explain the benefits and someone's like nah i'm still gonna do the 15 good good like Cool. like if that's what you want to do yeah then please but i'm glad that i explained to you kind of what yeah. i offer in a in a way that i'm comfortable with yeah yeah and when you finally launch your community now i know you have a lot of members inside already how is it now inside having your own community oh, it's so nice yeah, yeah like i said about the comment the other day yeah. uh, it was yeah it was brilliant yeah. and even during the weekly calls where you kind of get to speak to everyone and see what they're up to yeah um, we do these things called show and tells nice. where I encourage people to come every week and either show what they were working on from the course or what kind of side projects they've been working nice, on yeah. or how they've taken the project from the course and kind of like made it their own or like added features and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really exciting. Like I feel like I've learned a lot in the show yeah, and yeah. tells, right? Yeah. I'm just like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> this is mad. Like It's so crazy because our courses sound very similar and it's cr- we've come from two different paths to the same point. And I think... The need for a community plus material is a lot bigger than just a co- like a course, right? Yeah. The fact you have a community, like if somebody gets stuck, they can be like, oh, hey, I'm stuck. Can someone else help me? Yeah, sure. I can pair a program with you. And you immediately eliminate that barrier of I'm sitting here by myself and I have no idea how to get over this problem. So that I think is is worth a huge amount that's usually overlooked. Yeah. Right. And, and like you because- said, in, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. But yeah, how much is when you go to the doctor? I'm not saying we're doctors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but respect all the doctors. I'm saying if you go to any kind of paid profession, like how much you pay for an hour of their time. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're giving an hour of our time away each Every week. Every week. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's huge. Just reframing. Yeah. I think when you even when you, you like you said, you hear the wins every week. Because we actually do the same thing on a coaching course. Every I start every coaching with a positive, like who's show me a win, like share a win. Mm. And everyone's like, I got a job, I done this, I done that. And that's so cool for other people to see when mm. they're learning. Cause some people might be like, you know, especially your first couple of weeks when you're learning, you'd be like, especially like you, you could be doing HTML CSS and be like, Oh, this is so fun. And then you touch JavaScript, you're like, Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh my god, JavaScript. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes it just takes hearing someone else go, I got a job and i can't believe how happy i am to be like okay it's worth pushing now keep yeah. going like and then having that support circle in some sense around you helps a ton and then you've got your youtube and everything i think it's an amazing setup like to be in this position that, that we're in like i think it's yeah. a great like opportunity um but i feel and this can be controversial okay, this can be yes, quite controversial controversial, yeah. controversial. <laughs> and this is me putting myself out yeah. on the stage right <laughs> so i started obviously at clever programmer not on my own channel and when we were over there, I do believe that, yes, we were on a mission to do something pretty big there to help a lot of people with, with the live streaming format. I think there's a line. I think there is a line with what you can sell and how you can sell something. 
Um, because at the end of the day, it's a business. It's still a business. Like YouTube, you you want to give free content, but you have to live. You can't just pay the bills with like positive comments, right? You have to actually have some form of income. Um, but I think there was a line. But the only thing that I would say is before that line was even hit and it was still on the good, really great path, um, I feel there was a lot of actually like hits being thrown in from other YouTube. I'm not going to name drop anyone, but there were YouTubers coming in and they were dropping like, this channel's shady as hell. This channel, and I and I hated that, and I would literally call them out on it. But I I hate that mentality because yeah. I think it needs to drop. Like no one else in other er areas, video editing, all these other fields do that. I think in coding, it's just so like egotistical and driven in that way. Do you think? Do you feel like you've experienced that, or is it just uh, okay? Yeah. So I was actually going to say the complete opposite. Okay. What? Oh no, it's good. Where this is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I always say that I'm always quite shocked, like on Twitter, maybe not so much YouTube, right? Yeah. Um, I don't feel like that. that I have seen some like catfights between some, uh, so yeah, maybe I take that back. Yeah. Or like break out on Twitter between like a big name and like another big name. Yeah. And then obviously it's like, pff, and people commenting going like, meh. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, <laughs> refresh, refresh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I would say that the Twitter community in developer, the developer world especially, seems to be the most helpful yeah. and the least kind of hate driven. Yeah. I mean, obviously, back when I was doing jewelry, it's a different world. And, you know, that's kind of linked in with fashion. I thought that was catty. That yeah. was offensive. Yeah. Going to the developer world, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, everyone's so nice. Everyone's so supportive. Everyone's always like helping each other out. Like someone asks a question. Someone's like, have you tried this? Like giving, um, you know, help or kind of. Uh, trying to solve the problem and stuff. So when I went from that world to this world, I was like, whoa, completely different kind of attitude. Yeah, I agree with you in the sense of the the community and the developer community is amazing. Like mm. open source, uh, the way people help each other, even Stack Overflow, like, yeah, you have the guy who's like, they got like a million points just <laughs> hating on everyone. <laughs> he's sitting at his computer doing God knows what. But like the majority of, in, in that sense, I think is incredible. Mm. I, I'm saying more the, the creator community. I think now the that I'm, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. now that I've come up in the sense of my channel's grown a little bit more and I've started to get involved in like, there's certain, you know, Discord groups and stuff like that. Yeah. I think, yes, it's awesome. Like there yeah. are certain YouTubers I love, like they're mm. amazing, they share like, and I'm happy to help and share. I think in the beginning, yeah. there was a bit of a, this pushback where it's just the minute you seem to sell anything, it was like... Oh, I see. When you go for like selling anything. Yeah, it was creators. like, yeah, it was okay. like when, when everything's free, it's like, oh, great channel. Push people there. Yeah. The minute they like sell anything, it's like, bam, shut them down, right. cancel. That does happen. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? I think it's... The thing is, right? I think in the end of the day, if you're trying to sell a course... The reality is, is that you have to sell it like the, the like as in the, the value should speak for itself. But at the same point, if you're just if you have this amazing course and nobody knows about it, then no one's going to join the thing because like they don't know about it. Right. So you yeah. have to have some attractive way of pulling people in saying, look, this is what you'll get from it. Um, and I think this is a fair price and blah, blah, blah and you push them in. But I think that's where the the you can go wrong. I think there yeah. can be a too much of a hard push. And the fact where you can start to tell maybe lies and things like that, you need this course. Like oh, yeah. I will always tell people, you don't need my course. Like you don't need it. Like yeah. it's just, it's a, it's like an acceleration if you want to get to somewhere pretty quick and you have me as a mentor, 
who can help me out of that. that there's a lot of benefits to getting faster where you want to get to but you don't need my course yes. like yeah there's a lot of uh, i think maybe that's where it came from actually yeah. now that you say it yeah. kind of over promising going like you do this course for x amount of money and get a million dollar job yeah yeah that I, that yeah. line yeah, yeah, in yeah. itself yeah i agree da maybe damage the whole yeah. thing now for everyone i agree and there's a, and i think you're I, you're completely right with that mm. spawn and i think with the amount that you can charge and over like you said promise x y and z you have to deliver, like in my opinion, for whatever we charge in the course, we should be delivering 10 times the mm. value or 100 times that value. Like we have such a high standard in the course now that it's like if somebody pays X amount, they should come out of it thinking, oh my God, I would have paid that much more for that. Yeah, It shouldn't be the other way where I'm paying like, you know, like some crazy number and then I'm getting not even the minimum, yeah. right? That's where I think the, the wrong direction comes in. But beyond that, I think the community is awesome. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I love yeah. it, yeah. Like not being negative. I just think that, yeah. No, no, yeah. I, but I totally, when you said about the kind of, yes, I agreed with you as well. So. Yeah. We have a fun quick fire round. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I like to kind of throw in this little mix. So I don't actually know these questions. So there's going to be like super fast, sort of like whatever comes to your head first, like... Just fire it out, okay? So, you ready? Yeah, go. Right. Ten. So <laughs> we've got ten, and then we've got a bonus for bonus question. So, first one: What is your favorite program language, and why? JavaScript. Why? Because it's like problem solving. Awesome. Nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take the same JavaScript. Yeah. Number two: If you could pick any place to work as a remote developer, where would it be? Oh God, I would say Dubai. <laughs> okay, you've been you've been okay. Say say if yeah. I eliminate Dubai. Actually, Cape Town. I just went to Cape Town for two months. Also great. Okay. Maybe somewhere like um, Bali. I, I haven't worked from there. I've just been on holiday there, so I don't actually know what it's like. Yeah. But Cape Town, sick, really okay. good place. Yeah. Yeah, Bali would be awesome. Actually, yeah, I'm trying. That. Uh, three. Um, if you could have any superpower related to tech, what would it be? I don't know. I don't uh, even know the answer to this. <laughs> relate tech related to super. Refactoring brain. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, pff, yeah. Well, refactor. <laughs> nice. Okay. Sick. Number five. What is your biggest challenge you faced while creating your own tech course? Number one biggest challenge. Overthinking. Okay. At the beginning, and yeah. then I got on the flow. But just overthinking everything I said. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number six. If you could travel back in time and change any of your methods, what would it be? Uh, let's 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 channel this one. So let's say when you are learning to become a developer, yeah. When I was learning to, become, I guess we've already touched on it, so maybe it's on my mind. But not giving myself, mm, sorry, wishing that I knew uh, the how difficult JavaScript would be to get a hold of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I that's why I talk about it a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone who's in the same boat. Yeah. I didn't mind. I, I push a lot. It's just ask questions. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. There's no dumb question, right? All right. If you, oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. So, what's your favorite productivity tool or app that you use on a daily basis? Oh, my God. You're going to laugh, but it's the Notepad on my Mac. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I need to introduce you to Notion. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, come you, to my world. I think you made fun yeah. of me for using that before. I, I think you like, showed me one. Yeah. You showed me one. I could see like there was like passwords <laughs> just in there. <laughs> I was like, Anya, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. The notion is, what, yeah, uh, we got to do this. <laughs> if you could only use one program language for the rest of your life, I, I think I know this one. Which one would you choose? JavaScript. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. How do you, oh yeah, this is a good one. How do you balance your work or your life as a YouTuber, like a course content creator and a, a developer and also just having a social life with all yeah. of that? So it's a business, content creator and social life. 
Yeah. Um, I guess I do try now. I didn't used to do it before because before I thought it was, I was working way too much to be fair. It wasn't very healthy. Yeah. Now I guess I do try to stick to the nine to five, which okay. is kind of maybe a boring answer. Maybe, I, maybe I'm explaining something more fun, but it just kind of works. Yeah. I kind of say like, okay, I'm going to work this amount of hours, not specifically nine to five, but yeah. and then just kind of follow like the routine of the rest of the majority of the world meaning that after a certain point you just switch off from work i just switch off yeah, yeah. do you find that you can actually switch off the mentally? i can now oh yeah yeah do you know what i do i just go to the gym that's a good way yeah. and i'm like just get my mindset into something completely different nice because if i if i sit there and i'm sure we've all done it as developers yeah. three days over trying to get something fixed again you go into the wonky world like yeah. whatever that world is yeah <laughs> yeah i find the gym and also your sleep like as in because a lot of developers are when they're especially when learning i find they don't they're not sleeping and yeah. i'm like dude go to sleep yeah and have a great sleep and watch how you wake up and you just i've had this thing so many times where you wake up and you're like oh i know what to do yeah and you're just like oh this is let's go fix but it but i think you can't sleep right if you're working till like 1 a.m yeah, you can't you can't you yeah. just won't your and blue light blockers like, all this yeah. stuff like factors in because that screen is keeping you awake right yeah so it's uh it's huge right um oh jay what is this one what is this last goes, if you can invent a brand new technology what problem would you want it to solve this could be open as hell. oh like yeah. just anything yeah, generally yeah uh i would like it to solve loneliness for all people oh that nice? that's very nice yeah. I, think, I, I think we can develop an app on that <laughs> like old people tinder, old people <laughs> tinder yeah go for a walk friends. with your favorite yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super swipe <laughs> all right what's your and uh, the bonus question all right yeah. what's your favorite coffee and uh, and do you drink coffee yeah. uh i love coffee i've started to drink decaf though otherwise yeah. i'm like bouncing off the walls okay and i'm really into spanish lattes at the moment nice how about you spanish latte is the one yeah, that's the, that's that's my go-to at the moment spanish yeah. latte but it was always a iced uh, iced americano yeah, yeah with extra shot mm. so, yeah it's like a strong i'm a black coffee guy it's just yeah. a curly thing <laughs> but uh, i keep getting my teeth whitened and then uh, yeah i, I screw it up yeah. <laughs> like, literally you about, through a straw, i know <laughs> i know i do and then there's these bamboo wood straws and i'm just like oh screw it eventually i just throw the thing and it's so bad um so i kind of have my own question here so you bought your own house right so that's awesome how does it feel and what made you do that so obviously when you're yeah. earning like uh, especially in, as any developer would like and a lot of our followers here could be you know they could be doing their own thing and they're doing well in their jobs whilst they're making money how can they invest that smartly and was doing like was buying a house for you the smart decision yeah so i've always wanted to invest in property just yeah. because uh i don't know i just feel like most comfortable with that rather than investing in, i mean i have invested in some bad stuff as well yeah <laughs> but basically i for anyone out there and you've just got your first job and you can like get a deposit on a house my first one was in london i bought in peckham yeah nice and i uh converted it from a one bed to a two bed and sold it for quite a lot more money so that was my first thing and i was like sweet i'm just gonna keep doing this yeah uh i didn't though i think um you know life got in the way i think i just started coding at the time and really wanted to put my uh, kind of energy in there and then we saw that packing house bought one in battersea nice and then bought one here just because i'm very much of the mindset that you know like why just just use your money don't keep it in a bank account if yeah you have any don't all, do that yeah just invest in something else like even if it's a flat a tiny flat in peckham like yeah not that and you're renting Peckham's that probably out now. not that cheap anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely not cheap yeah. anymore <laughs> but you're renting that out now no i saw the peckham one i'm renting the one out in, in battersea, battersea nice. and then i just bought one here awesome 
So yeah, and I'm, yeah, very much mindset. Don't leave it in the bank account. Um, for me, I'm going down the property avenue, but there's other stuff you can invest in, of course. Yeah, no, yeah. nice. I think that's a solid, solid answer. And then I guess the final one, I'm going to push a little bit, but uh, I always face con like a creative block. So I'm always in the case of when I'm, whether it's YouTube or something else, or, or even in like um, in the business side of things, there's always a time where I have so many ideas and then there's a time where it's just bam, like days go by and I'm just blocked. Yeah. So how do you address that if you if you get that? Well, I actually have a little list, which okay. is really handy. Yeah. When I do my kind of lives on YouTube or yeah. premieres, sorry, I should say they're not live. Yeah. I always ask people what they want to see. So nice. I've got like okay. a whole list of things that I'm working my way through. Nice. So that's kind of always been a great help. So just uh, kind of asking the community what they would want to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just roll with that really. Okay, nice. Yeah. How cool. about you? Uh, my approach, I do do that. But then I just get crazy suggestions for some builds. They're like, Sonny, why don't you build the actual Uber app and actually get people ordering? I'm like, okay, dude, I'm going to do that in three, four hours. <laughs> I actually had an idea to build the Uber app, but then compare with all the other like apps. So you get like Lyft on there and you'd pick the best price. Oh, but that's it's illegal because I looked into it. Oh, really? You can't do it. The APIs oh. don't allow you. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a, uh, <laughs> damn, if you're trying to build that, watch I know, out. <laughs> don't, don't try, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been an awesome episode. I think uh, I'll definitely, we'll have to have another one because yeah, it'd be like sure. more, more chat to, to have and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's been awesome having you on. And so if anyone is going to, you know, if anyone wants to check out Anya's channel, it's going to be linked in the description. It's Anya Kubo on YouTube. I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> sure. Anything you want to say to the audience? Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. It's been nice, so it's been much awesome. fun. It's been I fun. Loved it. yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. As always, guys, like and follow if you want to see more. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.